I thought I'd start out by going back to uh, 1972 or so. And just as a quick example of what I was doing back then, uh, the American Museum of Neutral History. And I wrote that because uh, even back then I was a, I was a cynic. Uh, I thought there was a lot going on in the country, but most people didn't pay too much attention to it. <laughs> things happened and they forgot about it. And if you forget about things, you don't amount to very much. So this is uh, the Museum of Neutral History. It all amounted to nothing. People stopped driving their cars suddenly and got out, walking into the wail of styrofoam sirens hanging senselessly over Washington, and they disappeared. Just that. The dust of blinking neon signs circled slowly, hovered, scattered around the corners of the city's several blocks, and only a few at the beginning spread off at last time into the dark. They were not missed, and the wind moved, as always, through strands of cherry blossoms. The caretaker with plastic eyes folded off at last into the land, and his fingers were no longer the guardrails of the legitimate. The buttons of his coat blew away and filled the air with birds, and sheaves of grain fell from his shirt. Strange rodents came to nest in the abandoned upholstery, and the bright eyes which watched from under dashboards knew nothing of what had happened. Their children grew and died with eyes to their own. It's hard for me to Another uh, short poem here. I've always been bothered by uh, poems about children because they, they tend to be very romantic and cute, and people who've had children know that they're a lot more serious than that. Uh, so this is a, a poem called Nobody Writes About Children. Nobody writes about children as if they were eyes rattling in pockets, following you and taking the world. Perhaps it is only because then you would have to admit it is given in tiredness in the day carried old gray on evening's feathers. Nobody writes about children like they had children, like the mystery between their legs was colder than starlight and followed them home, then thinking dresses flesh summer breasts, winnowing their teeth on night. Again, I think of 40 years, everything I lived for, uh, and everything I, I worked for and believed in, but there are, these words are, are just pebbles. This is pebbles in a stream. These words are pebbles in a stream, where sometimes there is water flowing and ferns trail their fronds, or sometimes they are locked in ice crystals so you cannot see where the stone ends and the ice begins. And everything is white wherever you look. 
except the dark wood pillars that hang above it all. Where sometimes the water has not come yet, and nothing grows, nor has ever grown. Where sometimes the stream becomes a river or an ocean, and these hard shapes that formed it are hidden far beneath its surface. Back in a time and space that set things in motion but cannot be named. These words and all they hold and all that they reflect are the pebbles of all that we will ever be. One of the things that is very difficult for poets to do is to, and I guess it is for everybody, to really talk to people that you care about and really communicate with them. This poem wasn't written until it's about 20 years too late. Uh, and it's not very long ago. It's called Father. Father, your grandson is struck sterile among choices you have left behind. The compass that carried you through Eagle Scouts is gone. The badges worn across your chest dust like the degree from Harvard. I am a cold point beneath the winter sky, a dust mote upon a string played obligato between galaxies. And soon enough, there will be no mountain meadows for your descendants to walk among. Darkness burns away on the wings of a moth, flaring itself into a place you have come to know. The maples I climbed on have gone, with no more power in their roots to shade your window. The driveway I carried your suitcase along that last day has been blacktop three times that I know, and the weeping cherry that you never knew was planted by my son whom you never knew and dwarfs a house on the other side of town. You knew the lady slippers and may apples, showed me where tiger salamanders lay beneath logs, called ground cover by all its varied names spoke 16 languages and read from the books of the dead, strode with an urgency through urban forests and took the train to work each day. Tickets getting, tickets please, sandwiches in paper bags. The aurora borealis blows through the cells of my bone igniting them so that they are torn apart and scattered in the solar wind. What was it that you wanted to achieve? Why did we wear our tight shirt collars to expensive hotels or spend long years sweating our fears into foreign sheets? I am older now than you were on that day when you lay down in a blueberry patch and died on vacation beneath the Minnesota sky. After the stroke, we had three days before you rose, and the light in your eyes seemed to go on forever without finding words. In listening ever since among the stars, I have been paralyzed. 
and have raised flawed children who are as wise as you, with no desire to pass it on.